You're watching KCMI-TV. Thank you for joining me today. and uh, I want to talk to you something that's been in my heart lately. Uh, I want to talk to you about uh, flood seasons. And uh, I've got two verses <clears throat> that I want to start with. One is in Psalms chapter <clears throat> 61 and verse 2. It says, From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee. And this is the part I want us to dwell on. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. And then another familiar portion of scripture is out of the book of Isaiah chapter 59. In verse 19, it says, So shall they fear the name of the Lord, from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. If you've served God uh, for any length of time, you know, you, you have those <clears throat> days where, you know, you just have some adversity and you just kind of have to overcome it and you move on. But then there are seasons, and I mean seasons. It doesn't not last just a day. It can, it can last a week. It can last a month, whatever. That it's not normal. It's like everything that the enemy can throw against you, he comes at one time. When the writer wrote here, he said, when my heart is overwhelmed, it literally, it, you know, we've heard this saying, I feel like my head's underwater because you, you're just overwhelmed and you can't breathe. That's what this scripture really describes, that when something happens in your life or there's circumstances that surround you that literally overwhelm you, it exceeds your ability to deal with it. It takes you out of your own strength. The writer said this, when that happens to me, he said, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. There are some things that when the enemy comes against you with, that it literally will cover you up. And the only way you're going to get victory in that is you begin to elevate. And that's what David realized. He said, when I get in this place, I need God to lead me to a higher place, to the rock, hallelujah, the rock of ages, which is Jesus, who is higher than I. And Ephesians says this, Ephesians 1 says this about Jesus, his position is that today he is seated in heaven at the right hand of the Father. And so, you know, because we are natural beings, we deal a lot with natural things. And sometimes the, the things that happen to us are not a result of sin. And I truly believe this, that when the enemy comes after us, first of all, I believe that his number one goal is to kill us. 
The Bible says that he is a murderer. He cometh not, John 10, 10, he cometh not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And so mark it down. The devil is out to kill you. But if he can't kill you, then he will be satisfied if he can kill your faith. Because without faith, it's impossible to please God. And, and it's very sad over the years I've met people that they're still alive, but the enemy killed their faith. And it's very, very hard. You, you really can't reach them because they, the just have to live by faith. And so there are seasons, there are flood seasons in our life where it seems like everything that can happen wrong does. And you wonder, Lord, how in the world am I going to survive this? I, you know, years ago, and a lot of you, I've told you my story, but years ago, I remember um, <clears throat> in one day, I got a letter from the bank that we were so far behind in our house, and it was because we were giving 50% of our gross income to God every month. And so it put us in a very difficult place financially, and, and we were three months behind in our house, but I wasn't three months behind on my tie. And uh, I got another letter saying that uh, the sheriff was going to come to our house and um, have a warrant because I was behind my child support payments, which wasn't very much. And it wasn't something that I just couldn't, I didn't have the money. And the same day I got a letter from the IRS saying that we owed them a lot of money. And I remember it just overwhelmed me. I, I remember just going in the bedroom and laying on the bed. I didn't cry. I just didn't know what to do. And yet I watched God fix every one of those things. None of it ever happened. We never lost our house. Sheriff never came. IRS sent me another letter saying that we've decided you don't owe us any money. But see, what the enemy was after was my faith. Because, my God, you get a hold of somebody that has faith, they can storm hell with a bucket of water because they know that God can do anything. And... Uh, in Psalms, when he said, you know, when I get in that place and see, a lot of times we hear preach, well, Christians, you know, if you're really on fire for God and pray and fast and love the Lord, you never get in that. I got news for you. The people that pray and fast the most are the ones the enemy comes after the most. It's not a lack of spiritual strength. It's a lack of the enemy or he realizes that this individual is a threat to my kingdom. And so he said, uh, the way I get out of my heart being overwhelmed is I am led to the rock. You know, you can't lead yourself. That means that there's another power that gets involved in this situation. And uh, Jesus, uh, he, he identifies this. He said, the Holy Ghost will lead you and guide you into all truth. 
And one of the reasons that we get overwhelmed is because the devil starts lying to us. Corinthians says, casting down every imagination and every high thing that exalts itself above the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought unto the obedience of Jesus Christ. And so the enemy will begin to throw lies at us and he'll have just a little bit of truth in it that, it, that it'll rock you if you're not strong in the Lord. And the Bible says that the Holy Ghost will lead you into all truth. What does he do? He brings clarity to the situation. And uh, in one scripture, I think I wrote it down here in John 8, 8, it says this, uh, after the Holy Ghost guides us into all truth, he said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. That when you get in those times and you say, Lord, what do I do? God will drop clarity in your spirit. He'll begin to help you understand what's going on. And uh, there are different reasons why we have flood seasons. We have rainy days, but oh, then we have those flood seasons. And uh, I was thinking uh, of the scripture, I think it's in Corinthians Paul was speaking and he said, brother, I would not have you ignorant of, of the troubles that we had in Asia. He said, now think about this. This is Paul who wrote about two thirds in the New Testament, had such divine revelation of seeing Jesus. He said, my circumstances were so severe that I was pressed out of measure till I despaired even of life. And you think, my goodness, you know, how? Because, you know, the Bible says to every man is given the measure of faith. So I think what Paul's saying is when he was pressed out of measure, he was saying my circumstances that overwhelmed me, the flood that came against me, pressed me out of my realm of faith. And he said, this is why it happened the Lord was wanting to bring him to a place that he would always know that the revelations that I give you and the work that I'm going to do through your life is not because of you, but it's because of me. And so sometimes, uh, you know, we uh, it'll sneak up on you. You God will be using you doing good things. And, you know, if you're not careful, your old flesh will get puffed up. And you think, well, you know, I'm really good. I'm powerful. I'm gifted. No, you're just a vessel. I'm just a vessel. And I always try to give God the credit. You know, then I've noticed this, at least in ministry, that the times that, that you preach your best, that I've had some of my greatest results, it's in those times where everything just seems so easy. It just flows. And you think, oh my goodness, I can do this forever. But just have the Holy Spirit get out of the equation one time and you realize, oh my, I'm not gifted at all. The other reason I think that God allows us to go through the flood seasons, and uh, this is in 2 Corinthians chapter 1. Um, this is such a powerful um, passage of Scripture. Verse 3, blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort, who comforted us in all of our tribulation or our testings, 
And this is why, that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. So what the Lord is saying in just simplistic terms, he's saying, listen, there's going to be people come through your life that need to be comforted or they're not going to make it. And he said, the only way that you're going to be able to rescue them is you're going to have to experience in your life what they are experiencing in theirs. And when I look back over my life, and many of you, I'm sure, do the same thing, you think of some of the darkest times of your life that God has brought you through, and you today you're victorious in those areas. So when your path crosses with somebody that is going through that, and they're so devastated, and they're so distraught, and they're struggling with such unbelief, you can sit down with and say, oh, Listen, it's going to be all right. I've been through that. And you begin to talk to them about the love of Jesus and the mercies of God and how in the darkest times of life that the light of the world shines. And what happens is you rescue them. Excuse me. Because you're able to comfort them with something that was deposited in you in those seasons when the flood came in. Uh, As we get ready to end, I want to give you an example. Uh, One of my great heroes in the Old Testament is Job. And I don't, there is nobody in the Old Testament that I can think of that suffered the magnitude of suffering like Job did. There are, you know, there are Job or Joseph went through some horrible things for 13 years. And some of the old prophets went through horrible things. But Job lost in one day all of his wealth, all of his children, all of his servants. His relationship with his wife was in jeopardy. She wanted to curse God and die. And then right after that, he lost his health, and then his integrity and his reputation came into question. You talk about a flood, you know, because a flood happens so quickly. You you can't plan for it. And in one day, a flood comes into Job's life, and it literally wipes out everything that he had. And you think, why would this happen? And And I think this is why, because before this happened, Bible said that the sons of God presented themselves to the Lord and with them came Satan. And the Lord looks at the devil and he's he's so proud of Job and he said, hey, Satan, he said, what about Job? How about him? He said, have you have you even considered him? Job said, or Satan said, well, I did, but I'll mess with him. I'll leave him alone. And the Lord says, well, why? He says, because I recognize the power of a hedge. And he said, I can't touch him. I don't have any power to touch him because you have a hedge around him. But he said, you take away what he has and he'll curse you to your face. So the devil puts God to a test 
this this book shows you this story shows you how much confidence that God had in Job. He knew that Job would not fail him. And you talk about a level of faith. And the Bible says in all of that, Job did not curse God and he retained his integrity. And of course, the Lord opened up the head, said, you can touch him. Everything he has, you can't touch him. Here comes the flood, takes out everything that he's got. And Job still won't curse God. Devil comes back and the Lord said, how about Job? And he said, well, he said, skin for skin. You let me touch his life, and he'll curse you. And the Lord said, you can do to it whatever you want, but you can't kill him. And we know he smote him with boils, and <clears throat> all kinds of stuff happened there. You talk about a flood, and, and I did a study on this, and if I remember right, this, this season, Job's life was <clears throat> just a couple of months. And God... Then he closed up the hedge and he restored back to Job everything that he had lost. In those seasons that we come through, the only way you will survive them, because this is what the devil's after, he wants you to curse God. He wants you to shake your finger at God and say, I served you, I loved you, I was faithful. I did everything this book says to do, and you let this happen to me. But you know what this did for Job? It gave Job a new revelation of the Lord because at the end of this book, he said, Lord, he said, I knew about you. He said, I've had people tell me about you. He said, I knew you by the hearing of my ear. But he said, Lord, today, I have seen you with my eyes. Can I tell you that when you're in these seasons, you let God elevate you. The only way you're going to get out of them is you're going to have to let the Holy Ghost lead you to Christ who is higher than you. And he will come through. I promise you that this word will not forsake you. And regardless of how difficult it it is. God will come through for you. Well, God bless you. Keep your head up. I love you. I'll see you next week. For more information about Kent Christmas Ministries International or Regeneration Nashville, go to kentchristmas.org or regenerationnashville.org. And for the latest updates or videos, follow us on Facebook and subscribe to us on YouTube. God bless you.